Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today's readings are Exodus 28 through 29. Rabbit Trails Now keep in mind, as we are reading today, that the construction of the tabernacle has not taken place yet. The Father still giving His detailed instructions to Moses. Exodus 28.3 begins with a miracle that most overlook. You shall speak to all the skillful whom I have filled with a spirit of skill. Did you catch that? Where did these skills come from? The Hebrew translates to spirit of wisdom, specifically Ruach Hakamah. Where did these men get their skill from? The text says it was a gift given supernaturally from the Father. The Father is further dividing and separating His people today. We see the priesthood being set up and instructions given. Seriously, it's impossible for anyone to read the words of Yahweh and, being honest with themselves, not see that details are important to the Father. We go on to see very specific design for the priestly garments, highly symbolic with great attention to detail. Our Father is a God of details and every detail is important. Below is a diagram of what the priestly garments would have looked like according to Scripture. Exodus 28, verse 30. The Urim and the Thummim will be mentioned several times in the text. This is one of the great mysteries we do not know nearly as much about as we'd like, but we are able to speculate based on what knowledge is given to us. I always remind myself that the Father has placed ample wisdom before me to study in order that I can follow Him and live according to His Word. But in His wisdom, according to His good purpose, there are many things which He has chosen not to reveal. Now, these are things I may enjoy thinking about, following rabbit trails, and speculating on, as they are not salvation issues. But at the end of the day, we just can't know the answers to everything right now. And so I keep the bulk of my energy on learning the things before me that I have a responsibility to know. Goodness knows, that'll take the remainder of this life and then some. Deuteronomy 29.29 states, The secret things belong to Yahweh our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Moving on, Exodus 28.36 says, you shall make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it like the engraving of a signet, holy to Yahweh. We see in our reading that the Father has a specific definition of what He considers holy. When He is making something holy unto Him, it must be holy according to His specifications. We live in a time where man declares things holy coming and going, both from a religious standpoint and from a personal standpoint. To some, football is holy. To others, a statue is holy. We have set up our own holy places, practices, days, and even people. However, there is a tremendous difference in what we consider holy and what He considers holy. Sadly, many of our holy things stand in contrast to His. Yahweh has already told us what is holy to Him, what His standard of holiness is. And so, attempts to supersede that with our own ideas and declarations are destined to be fruitless. Exodus twenty nine twenty nine 
I'm sorry, 29.9 has an interesting verse. Now, keep in mind, this is Yahweh himself speaking here when he says, and the priesthood shall be theirs by a statute forever. The Father uses the word forever and the phrase throughout your generations a lot in this portion of the Bible. But most of my life, I was taught that these things were no more, that they had been done away with. Worse still, some teach that the Messiah contradicted his Father's teachings. Now, we're going to see the opposite is true when we read Messiah's words. As a child, in order to believe this, I had to conclude that either the Father doesn't mean what he says when he says forever, or that he didn't really know what that word meant. Well, I'm not a child anymore, and he has given me the wisdom to know that his word is a source of truth I can always rely on. 1 Corinthians 13:11 says, When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. It is our responsibility to know this word for ourselves. Not only that, but we have to know it to the point of confidence so that we do not feel too timid to question anything that seeks to undermine the authority of Yahweh. We continue in chapter 29 of Exodus with descriptions of burnt offerings. It is worth noting that when someone brought an animal to be sacrificed, they would place their hand on that animal to signify the transference of their transgressions. It was an acknowledgement that this animal was dying because of their sin. They were paying the price for them. The sacrificial system Yahweh put into place is yet another act of grace towards us because something else was paying the price for our sins. This is also the model set into place for future atonement through Messiah. What is it with this fragrant aroma that pleased the Father? Exodus 28:18. Exodus 29.25, and Exodus 28.41. Have you ever spent a great deal of time teaching your kid right from wrong and then happened upon them in a group of kids where the group was going sideways, but your child was remaining steadfast and doing the right thing? That feeling in your heart, knowing they have chosen to walk in your instructions, to be the person you intended them to be, With all these details regarding the sacrifices, I can only imagine the father's heart as seeing his children listen to him, heed his instructions. Do you know what I think that aroma smelled like to him? Obedience. We will go on to see that obedience is the father's love language. In John 14, 15, Messiah said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Nowadays, people say that it's too hard to keep the commandments, but this too contradicts both the words of the Father and of the Messiah. The Father says in Deuteronomy 30, verses 11 through 15, For this commandment I command you today is not too hard for you, neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will ascend to heaven for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea, that you should say, Who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so that you can do it. And Messiah further states this when he said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light in Matthew 11.30. So it really just depends on whose word we're trusting in. May we learn to place our trust in him. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 May Yahweh bless the reading of his word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.